This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 295, How to Be Pushy Without Being Pushy in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Do you ever want to check on someone's progress in English, but not want to sound pushy when you do it? Today, you'll get six ways to check on someone's progress in a non-pushy way in English. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, not too much, not too much. How are you? I am doing really well today, and I want to fill you in on a, a stressful and kind of awkward situation that I was in the other day. And I think some of our listeners maybe have also been in this situation. And this, you know, we want to help our listeners move to that next level of English by making their English more nuanced, more specific and more sophisticated. Right, Michelle? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about it. What happened? Yeah. So, you know, we have a team of people helping us out uh, at All Ears English, and we had hired a couple of people to do some voice work for us. And I wanted to know why the project was taking longer than I thought it was taking. And so I was preparing an email to check in on this person. But I thought, how can I not be too direct? How can mm. I not be too rude? You know, I'm sure that this is the challenge that our listeners run into when they're at work in an English speaking workplace. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to just say, is it ready yet? <laughs> or when will it be ready? It's too direct, right? Right, right, right. Mm, yeah, I understand. Yeah, a lot of times this type of thing happens and you have to kind of use your words in a way to change the tone, right? Yes, because the most important thing is we want to maintain the relationship. Um, although we know that here in American culture and American business culture, we're often very direct. And right. often the relationship is not the first priority. But for me personally... You know, the relationship is really important. Right, right. No, I mean, that's kind of how I am, too. I mean, yeah. I, I find that, you know, in kind of business emails, I, you know, I tend to be a little bit more indirect. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to um, a podcast yesterday and the guy is a different generation. He's of ge- in the generation uh, baby boomer generation. And he was talking about millennials and generation Y, like people our age, mm-hmm. people in our 20s and 30s. And he was saying that we have a harder time being direct. Mm. Um, so that's another theory that we can explore in a different episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but- definitely. No, that's definitely interesting. Yeah, I know that I personally do. I do have a hard time being direct because I'm afraid that the person is going to get offended or not want to work with me or and maybe that's something I need to work on being a little more direct, honestly. Yeah, because sometimes the truth is when you when you are so indirect, you end up using more words than necessary. And, you know, we've kind of talked about this in past episodes about, you know, like with emails and things like that, you know, that you should keep it brief. So but it's hard to keep it brief and indirect. I don't know. It's hard, but it, but it is good to learn, you know, how do we sound a little bit nicer when we, when we're kind of pushing somebody along? Yeah. And also the danger though of, of being indirect is that the person might not understand how important that deadline is or how important the work is, you know, that they need, in this case, that they need to hurry up. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And get the work done. But anyways, today, guys, we want to give you some phrases that you can use to check on someone's progress without being pushy. If we want to learn how to be pushy, we can do that another day (laughs) with another episode. But for today, we want to show you how to do it in a more indirect and polite way. Okay. So one of the phrases that I use, Michelle, what I ended up saying in the email to this um, this, uh, team member um, was just a simple, how's it going? Mm. You know, how's the work going? You know, um, mm. I look forward to receiving the files. <laughs> I so, look forward. <laughs> I look forward. I know it's so cliched. I know it's horrible. But anyways, I said, how's it going? What else could we say, Michelle, if we want to check in on someone, but we want to be a little less pushy? Yeah. Uh, well, you could say to them something like, um, any updates? Yeah. Any updates. Great. Very open. Very casual, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost too casual. But again, it depends on the relationship. It also depends on how much you trust that person to get the work done. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So any updates could definitely work. Any updates. Another thing that we could say is how are things progressing? Mm, yeah, definitely. Like how are things like uh, going forward? How's everything going? Right. Yeah, any of those could work. How are things progressing? How's everything going? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how are things, you said, going forward? How are things moving forward? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things we could say. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com B-A-E-E-50 and use code B-A-E-E-5-0 to get 50% off. 
That's code B-A-E-E-5-0 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E-5-0 to get 50% off. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, let's see. And the next one you could ask um, is it's a little bit different. You could say, uh, do you need any feedback on anything? Right. Again, we're trying to say, let's get let's hurry up. But we're being super indirect. And we're saying, you know, do you want me to check your work? Do you need any feedback? Can I help you in right. any way? It's, it's still trying to move things forward. Right. But it's definitely like, oh, well, it's like almost trying to put it on you. Like, oh, well, well, I can help if you, you know. Yeah. Or, or just getting some direction. Like if they have any questions. Right, right, right. right. Can you say that phrase one more time, just to check in one more time? Do you? Sure. Do you need any feedback on anything? Yeah, that works. Okay. And then just getting a little bit more direct with these next two phrases mm-hmm. that we could say, talking a little bit more about time. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say, hey, you know, what's your timeline for this project? You know, how's your timeline looking? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two different questions. What's your timeline uh-huh. or how's your timeline looking? Right. Right. And they're definitely these are a little bit more direct, but it's still better than saying like, when are you going to be done? Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, although, okay, uh, reading the next one. Oh, no, well, actually, well, actually, no, but what you just said is exactly what we're trying to avoid. You're right. And the next one is not, not the same. Um, it's a little bit different, right. but what the, so guys, the phrase that we're trying to avoid, the super direct and pushy phrases, when will you be done? Yeah. Or when are you going to be done? It's yeah. very kind of, um, kind of direct and rude. And it sounds a little childish yeah. too, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the other one is, yeah, I, yeah, I just wanted to check in. When do you think you'll be able to get that done? Okay. So it's so interesting because we've taken a direct phrase like, when will you be done? And we've changed it slightly and we've made it more indirect. When do you think you'll be able to get that done? Right. Right. Michelle, what did we do? What are the two changes we made there? So we added, well, uh, a few different things, but we added think. Right. Mm-hmm. And we added, uh, you'll be able to, right? Yeah. When do you think? Mm-hmm. Right. And then be able to. So using both of those kind of tricks will make the phrase more indirect. This is interesting because we're really looking at the nuances of English here because we want to help you guys maintain those relationships right. with your coworker because nothing, coworkers, nothing could be more important than that. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, these phrases, I mean, I think that they're really, really helpful. It gets, you know, it gets you going where you need to go and people will understand it. And you see just changing these slight words, just a few words here and there can completely change the tone. And this goes for many different things in English, right? Absolutely. And I think the other piece that we have to mention in here, of course, is tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Be- right, Michelle, because when you first said that other phrase that we're trying to avoid, the tone of voice you used was, <laughs> can you say it again? Oh, that we're trying to, okay. When are you going to be done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sound really scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so the tone, the tone of voice is very different for that one compared with, oh, I just wanted to check in. You know, when do you think you'll be able to get that done? Right. You know, when do you think you'll be able to get that right. done? A very different from when are you going to be done? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then think about, you know, if you're if you're doing this through like email, you know, you can't have that tone of voice, but these little words definitely help you um, sound a little less direct. Absolutely. So with email, it's even more important to work on the nuances of your phrase because you don't know how it's going to be received. Yeah, email, maybe we could do another episode on this because, you know, how, how many d- things are like, uh, mis, you know, misperceived based on, you know, lack of a tone of voice. Oh, it's incredible. I always end up using like smiley faces and yep. exclamation points oh. to try to show that I'm joking or I'm light or I'm kind of having fun. And it's so complicated, isn't it? With texting, yes. for example. Oh. oh, Yeah. Well, punctuation, you know, I mean, for me, the exclamation point is like my best friend. And I, I you know, I, I will <laughs> look for if people use exclamation points. I'm like, oh, they're so nice. But I don't really know. They just pressed shift and won. I don't know. It's incredible. We'll have to do another episode yeah, on that one, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, guys, we've given you some really... This has been a, like a really power-packed episode. We've given you some really fantastic ways to soften soften your language when you're asking mm-hmm. on, about someone's progress. But, you know, just listening to this podcast, it's just not enough, guys. You need to practice it with a teacher. So, guys, remember, we have a special deal just for you because you're a listener of All Ears English. You can get a native teacher on italki, but the way to get that native teacher in order to get the deal, the 10 US dollars off your second lesson with that native teacher is to go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I and you need to register on that page. After you've registered there, you can go into the search bar and find yourself a native teacher. They have more than 400 native English teachers to choose from. We've had a lot of them on our show. You've met a lot of them and they're just fantastic, guys. It's amazing, Michelle, isn't it? How easy it is to find a native English teacher with the click of a mouse these days. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I mean, and it's great because it's like you can use this show hand in hand with your, you know, with your teacher um, from italki. Exactly. You can just take episode 295 and tell your teacher, hey, I want to learn this. I want to make this a part of my vocabulary. And you can bring that into the lesson. And I'm sure that your teacher would be willing to go and shape the lesson based on this or based on their own offerings, uh, their own systems and methods. Right. So guys, go on over allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I and register there. Anyways, Michelle, this has been fun. Thanks for hanging out today. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks so much. And good luck, guys. All right. Take care, Michelle. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla. 
with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.